Morning Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQuallsCFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. If you want to jump in, be a part of the show. Click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Here to talk taxes and tax planning is Kevin Sizemore, Tothero, Hell and Welch, THWCPA.com. So a lot of news, a lot of fear mongering going on in the press about tax law changes. If you've been fielding a lot of questions about what is to come. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's something every day. Fearful that they're going to tax IRA. I think it's just people not understanding probably what the news is saying, but... From what I know about the situation, the new presidential administration just wants to tax high-income people, right? That's what it looks like. And if you dig down tax into— Tax high-income people. More. Right. And if you dig down into what they were releasing last year, it was very, you know, high-altitude, kind of looking down on it kind of stuff. But it was—it uh, really would tax the higher-income people a lot more than it would affect the normal-day person. But— Having said that, there would be a lot of changes, you know, forthcoming if they do, in fact, get that stuff passed. According to MarketWatch, Biden has not even formally unveiled his tax plan. Supposed to do so by the end of April. So where are they getting the speculation from? Is this leaks or something? Yeah, uh, that's what it is. Uh, And they've talked about, you know, he's wanting the 28% corporate rate, which is 21% now. Not and a huge difference. Not yeah, and and what I'm hearing, you know, just in our industry is it looks like it'll probably wind up settling about 25. And if you remember back when Trump lowered it, uh, he was asking for 18, and they settled on 21 percent at the time. So you know, there's always give and take on so this. So they stuff. ask for 28 million, get 25, or right. That's I mean, I, I, that's the way I see it playing out. And, of course, that, that doesn't set well people on the right. Like, oh, he's raising taxes on businesses and all this stuff at a time where you shouldn't, you know. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Obviously, we had a higher corporate tax rate before 2018. I don't even remember what it was. 35? Yeah, it could get up to 35. 30, so it's like a graduated scale, right? Now, yeah, it's what, it flat 21? It's just flat 21 now. And now uh, he wants to raise it. Yeah, and, and most, most small businesses the are not corporations, uh, you know. And, and you know that they most small businesses, if they elect to be a corporation, they're they're S corps, so you know they're treated as pass through entities. Uh, so it doesn't affect a lot of smaller corporations, but I can I mean there is some tax planning going on, and you know I've run into it already, trying to uh, well, speculate LLC, on what it's going to be taxed any way you want. Right, right. So proprietorship, partnership, S corp, C corp. That's right. And you could just change your taxation. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it, once you go one way, though, you're stuck that way for five years. Oh, so, it's five-year plan. Yeah, yeah. Talking about his release of his tax plan at the end of April, he being the president, some details are starting to, to seep out. Bloomberg News reporting Biden will boost the capital gains tax rate to 39.6% for households earning at least $1 million. And I guess the capital gains tax rate for someone making that much money now is what about twenty two percent? Yeah, it's, the Obamacare tax plus twenty percent capital gains. That's exactly right. That's quite a jump, double almost. Yeah, that would be basically raising the capital gains rate back to what the uh, ordinary rates were uh, before 
before Trump, I guess. I guess that was under Obama. The highest rate was 39.6. So 23.8 would be the top capital gains rate now because Bloomberg reports coupled with the added 3.8% Obamacare tax, the total capital gains tax rate will be 43.4% for those making over a million dollars. I got a feeling now, that's not going to happen. Is that a million of income or a million of capital gains? I, I think it would be a middle million of uh, income is what I think. And capital gains rolled into that. But I just really don't think that's going to happen. That's a, you know, you start looking at that, that's going to hit a lot of people. It, and it, it would slow, people would... Uh, uh, take their gains from the market before yeah yeah before uh, you know if they uh, applied that to 2022 you would be really busy right there at the end of the year oh, for real. <laughs> well that it happened not i can't remember the year but there was speculation i guess it was obama was you know he was maybe he had just gotten elected i can't remember maybe it was his first year in office and he had, it, it had speculated he was going to raise the capital gains tax rate and i don't think he did anything I don't. I don't think. No. No, I don't think so. It, there was zero percent for the you know the the lower tax bracket, and then everyone up until the top was fifteen, and then it was twenty. I think, or maybe it was just a flat twenty at that time. I don't. Know I think it was. it was a flat twenty. But everyone thought he was going to raise it to some crazy amount. And everyone sold their investments prior to year end, and you ended up not needing to do that. <laughs> That's what's going to make it hectic if you don't really know. Yeah, and there's a lot of people sitting around right now with gains in their in their accounts. I would assume. Now, the other thing that's unknown about taxes is the inheritance tax. Uh, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which is Trump, uh, doubled the exemption, making about $11, $12 million per person, $22, $24 million of exemption you can pass away with without paying the inheritance tax. The inheritance tax is, what, 40%. They're going to lower that exemption. No one really knows where that's going to fall. Um, but I think the biggest scare is the capital gains thing. And I guess yeah. what they're going to do with income tax rates. Yeah. Uh, My prediction is they don't do jack with the income tax rates because it's going to expire in three or four years anyway. Yeah, I mean, why why mess with it? And, and if they do, what they were looking at doing, it's just going to change the way some things are calculated. But in the end, it's not going to change the amount you, you're paying if you're just a normal person, you know, and you're not, you know, making over, you know, a million dollars or 500000 His number he keeps coming back to is 400000 but then that's had some uh, of income, yeah, of straight income, right? And there's some, and that's a key figure in the tax law right now. With uh, you know, people that own their own business and stuff, uh, some things start phasing out around that that part, that that number there. In your view, and I, we're a little bit biased because you know, we want to pay as little taxes as possible. We're we're, we're anything moderates. Uh, we're certainly not liberal leaning, but. In your view, is tackling tax hikes and what you're going to do with the money the most important thing on the agenda that they have to deal with? Obviously, we need infrastructure. we got to pay for it. Got to pay for you it. you got to do it somehow. But it seems like every time there's a new administration, taxes are the first thing that people want to talk about. Man, there's just so much stuff that has to be dealt with. you got to fix Social Security before it runs out or it doesn't have enough money well, to meet its demands. you got to figure out... What's going to happen with the economy and all the stimulus money that's been out there and the, the national debt? Nobody wants to talk about that stuff. It's always like, hey, let's get in the office, let's raise some taxes and makes everybody think we're doing something. Yeah, well, that's where they go back to all the time. Everything comes back to the dollar. So anything they do ends up affecting the tax rules. 
uh, there's always some little tax rule that they're going to change or something. And then there's, you know, like Trump did, there was a massive overhaul of, of how things were being taxed by changing rates, changing the rate structure, adding some more uh, deductions, uh, items like that. And I think that's what they're going to look at doing. So when they say, well, we need to do infrastructure changes, we need to spend that money. Well, where do you get that money from? Well, you gotta you got to get it from taxes. So... That means tax law has to change. So to me, yeah, it's the most important thing. Maybe because I'm a, I'm a lot biased, not a little biased, because that's the world I live in. The tax world. That's right. Just joining in, we're talking taxes and tax planning with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero Hill & Welch. Been in business over 50 years right here in Middle Tennessee. Offices right here in Murfreesboro. THWCPA.com. Kevin, off the air, you were talking about those who have a 1099 for a retirement plan like an IRA and how the 2020 tax laws allowed you to stretch that over the taxation of that over three years. Right. Um, and you're supposed to be affected by COVID. Right. Uh, but everyone has not been affected by COVID. There's a lot of people using this little three-year deal. Um, what is your thoughts on that? Should, if you have a, distri- a lump sum distribution you took in 2020, should you even though you didn't have any direct impact of COVID by having it or being laid off, should you do that? Should you stretch it out? I'm not going to tell someone to lie. <laughs> so, so let's just assume you had COVID. Okay. Let, let's just use that assumption. But if people you, are doing that. They're saying, oh, right. you know. I've got plenty of clients that have elected to, be, be, you know, because of COVID, have elected to well, let's, talk about, let's talk about what it is. So if you what if you if you had the rules are if you had COVID or someone in your household had COVID or you were laid off, your job was affected by COVID, and there's like certain four or five rules, right? Right, right. If those things apply to you, any IRA distributions you took in 2020 that were taxable, you don't have to pay all the you, know, the, you don't have to report all that income in one year. You can stretch it out. You over can three, over you three can divide years. by three, I guess, or right. do, do you, it at the end. You no, you divide it by three, and you just pay. So if you took a hundred thousand dollars out in twenty twenty, you have two choices if you elect to do this. One is pay back a third of it, right, or pay tax on a third of it, uh, and and that's and you would pay tax you, at your rate at your ordinary a third rate. this year, a third next year, and a third the year after that. That's right. Or just to pay it all is a hundred thousand taxable. Yeah, or you can just yeah pay it all like you normally. Would. So that goes back to what we were just talking about. What if they do raise taxes? That third year, ah. that third year could be taxed at a higher rate. So be careful, you know. Well, we're you, getting really down in the weeds now because look, obviously, if you take a hundred thousand dollar distribution, it's probably going to bump you up a tax bracket. If you yeah, if you took it all in this year, yeah, if you took it all this year, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd delay it if I could. Yeah, but you you may want to look at how many people are going to get audited over this mess. Don't I don't you think. Uh, I don't know. It's going to give them a reason to audit pretty much anyone. Yeah, if they got a uh, distribution from an IRA or you know a retirement account that they can pay back. Now the rules I thought would have been more vague because most people in in most instances were affected by COVID. Yeah, in some it, way. Were. Yeah, in some way. Most people have been affected by COVID. You may not have been directly laid off or had COVID in your household. Maybe your mother, your father, your your brother, your sister, your child had COVID. Maybe it doesn't live with you anymore. Right. That's affecting you. And maybe you had to help them out. I, I think they made it a little bit too rigid uh, for in some cases. But 
people are going to abuse it because there's really no way to prove it. Yeah, you can't prove it. How are you going to prove that you did or did not have COVID? Because <laughs> it doesn't say you have to produce a positive test. That's right. Interesting. And there's other things in the that they passed during those, uh, like the CARES Act and stuff last year, that are related to COVID that... You know, they're just, they're there. Like the $300 deduction for charitable contributions on top of your standard deduction. What? Are they really going to audit you over $300? Wouldn't be worth their time. No, not at all. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. We'll continue our taxation, tax planning conversation right after this short break. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. But I got one. You're the Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Spark with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878 878- Two one three four today. You look like an angel. Walk like an angel. Welcome back to the show, Financial Talk Coaching Radio. Like we do every Monday through Friday, four o'clock, right here on WGNS. You may have to pay back some of the new three thousand dollars child tax credit. CNBC reporting. What the heck is that about? Why do I have to pay back the $3,000 child? I didn't get it, but if I did. No, so you, you no one got a $3,000 child tax credit unless they had one and a half kids under 17. The new. So, the, yes, yeah, so the new one. So what they're going to do is, uh, I think the checks, I think this passed, uh, they're going to send start sending out checks in July or August, and they're going to be basically a... Uh, a pre-credit. So they're going to you're going to get credit throughout the year, and you're going to get a monthly payment for having a child. Uh, under the age 17 or under. Okay, so they're going to split that. You take 3000 divided by 12, that's what you're going to get. What is that, $250? Is and that right? They, it's an estimate. Right? Yeah, it's an estimate. So you're going to get that $250 a month, okay? And then on your tax return, if that was too much, guess what? you got to pay it back. It's complicating people's lives yeah, even it, further. It's kind of like, you know, with Obamacare, if you if you – the beginning of the year during open enrollment, you went you went in and uh, signed up for Obamacare through the marketplace, and you underestimated your income. So you got a you were getting a credit for the premium all throughout the year, whether you knew it or not. At the end of the year, you get that 1095A form, uh, and it's got three numbers basically across the bottom of it, and you've got to stick that on your tax return. Well, if you got too much of a credit throughout the year, you had to pay it back, but this year, in 2020, and I think it's true for 21 as well, that credit does not have to be paid back. So it's the it, it's kind of in line. This child tax credit is kind of in line with with that. 
The IRS may start issuing monthly payments of the enhanced child tax credit as soon as July. Some recipients may have to pay back a portion of those funds at tax time next year. The American Rescue Plan, which I guess is Biden's thing, uh, it's one of several changes that largely benefited lower income earners. Americans would get up to $3,000 or $300 a month per child if issued according to the federal government's timeline. However, the advanced payments are based on IRS's estimates from available data like income, marital status, and number of number and age of qualifying kids. So you get divorced, you get remarried, maybe a kid gets, oh man, I can see, why do they keep doing stuff like this? It makes everything so complicated, basically, to redistribute wealth. I read something interesting the other day I thought was pretty neat. You know, you can't tax the low income into prosperity and you cannot tax the upper income uh into something that something to that that affects like like you, you try to manipulate the tax code to, to help one class by hurting the other class and it's never you can't do it you're going to be prosperous because it's not because of the government no <laughs> it's just not going to be that way what other changes have happened in this this biden thing that besides this child tax credit and the new stimulus money that some people got anything that affects next planning next year's planning Seems like I read something uh, recently. Oh, yeah, there, there, there is a... I saw a blurb about this. I don't think it's widely... It's not widely knowledgeable right now, but it, they're looking at doing... Uh, okay, so l- let me back up. Last year, for self-employed individuals, there was a... Basically, people are calling it the COVID credit. Um, oh, yeah, up, you talked about that several times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get up to, I think, $511 a day for the amount of days you were out. So ultimately, up to 10 days. So you could get a, up to $5,110 credit on your tax return. And when we say credit, that's a dollar-for-dollar reduction of your tax. Taxes owed. That's right. And it's non this one's non-refundable. So it could take you down to zero, uh, but it wouldn't give you uh, money back. It wouldn't give you a refund. So what they're saying now is that small businesses and I, I really have a hard time thinking this is going to get passed small businesses will be able to take a credit for payroll for this uh the same amount per day that an employee misses work up to five hundred and ten dollars a day so if they make more than five hundred and ten dollars a day you can and they miss work you can get a credit if you own the business for $510 of every day they miss because and of COVID. this passed or is this something that's contemplated? It's contemplating. Part I, of this new deal? Yeah, I, I just don't see that passing. <laughs> and I think it had to... It, well, stuff it, it like was this, only no, for, it doesn't make headlines, right? Right, and it, it was just for employers, I mean, maybe 200 employees and less. But, I mean, do you think if you had 100 employees and they all missed 10 days because of COVID... And they all make over five hundred dollars, you know, a day. That adds up to a lot of money, and I just don't see it passing. Who comes up with this stuff? I don't know. Someone that's out of touch with reality. <laughs> Not that people don't need help, but why do you have to do it in that fashion? Now, there is a thing uh, that ERC. I can't stress enough. You know, there's a new round of PPP that's out, and they thought the money was going to go quick, but the stipulations they put on it were so stringent. Most people didn't qualify. There is the uh, employee retention credit that you take on payroll tax returns, and if you are a small business owner and you had uh, you were affected revenue 
your revenue was affected by COVID, you need to look at the employee retention credit. It could be good money. Not only is it you get back some of the tax money, you get back, they actually return as a credit some of the wages you paid to employees. Let's get into the weeds of tax planning and and just your preparation for someone. So I'm envisioning that some small business owners are trying to tackle their own tax preparation themselves through the typical means of the big software companies. Right. You have a different set of software and a different process you use in preparation. Has it been complicated for you to get all this information in there? Where I'm going with this is, it, can someone do this on their own without messing it up? Because that just sounds so like how many questions is it, is it going to generate off of this one issue that I have no way no, to answer. And a lot of times, okay, so you're, if you own your own business and you're doing your own tax software, I mean, tax software, tax return, you know, I, good luck. <laughs> you know, that, that we deal in this every day. Uh, we see the same thing. Sometimes I feel like a broken record. A lot of this stuff that we've seen this year, the extra stuff, has required a phone call almost on all clients because they haven't given us all the information that we need to properly fill it out. You know, uh, did you miss work for 10 days? Did you receive the stimulus money? You know, it, it's just, it sounds like it, it gets old asking the same thing, but there's a lot of little nuances this year, and there are going to be more to come. So if you have a biz, small business, you really need to get with a professional, spend the extra money to get it done. In the long run, there's been studies proven that it will save you money in the long run. And that all starts with reaching out with the right type of tax professional. Right. That's right. And I, I, I haven't done my tax return this, this, this year, and I don't obviously have big staff, but I mean, I, if I did, there's just no way I'd, I'd want to go down this road. But one that kind of circles back to payroll, right? That's another service that Teller Own Health and Welch offers is payroll. Yeah. And having, you, know, you already have that information on your small business clients. You're not having to gather it somewhere else. So outsourcing that and along with tax preparation has to be beneficial just from not only just a time standpoint. Right, yeah, you're in the business to make money. You're in the business to do what the business of the company is. It's not to do your tax return. It's not to do payroll. It's to go make money in your business. And that's what we feel like we try to help our clients. We remove them from the process of that those administrative duties that we can handle where they can spend more time doing what they know how to do. And, and so, like, most of our payroll clients, I think a lot of our payroll clients have been with us for years. I've got, I know, I've got one client has been with us for two decades we've been doing his payroll. Uh, and he has no complaints. I, I, you know, I'll ask him every once in a while if everything's good. And he says, he said, oh, yeah. He goes, I don't have to worry about a thing. I just give you all the information and, and you know, y'all complete it. We take care of the payroll tax returns. Uh, and it's done. So he doesn't have to worry about it. Tell the row, Helen Welch, THWCPA.com, Kevin Sizemore. What's the best phone number to reach you if someone has a tax planning question? 848-1072. 615-848-1072. Tax prep, payroll, tax planning, all there as well. And works well with other certified financial planners or he wouldn't be on the show, right? That's right. All right. This is Financial Coaching Radio and WGNS. We'll be back right after this. Keep it locked in for more local talk and more financial coaching radio. Right after this. You gotta listen to my words
you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice buy investments. We could even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Welcome back to One Show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell, no live event tickets to push, or financial products. I'll leave that to the other guys. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. You know, there's a lot of drama going on political-wise in this day and age. But there's certainly a lot of drama just surrounding you know, your, your run-of-the-mill you know, person that may be in the public eye. Well, we talked about this the other day. You know, the financial shows kind of catching some heat, whether you believe in that heat or you don't. It's so, like everyone's got an opinion about something. And if you do anything that the, someone else doesn't like, they're going to basically just try to make the case that you're the evil one and... Uh, they're the great one. Well, at the end of the day, here's the rundown on it. No one, the last time I checked, in the eyes of the good old Lord, was perfect. No one is and no one ever will be. That's kind of the nature of, of just who we are and the nature of what our responsibility is to our Creator. But in the world we live in where you know, you're just one tweet, one Instagram, one Facebook post away from just making your claim of how evil someone else is and... Um, how great you are think about this when is the last time you made a mistake when is the last time you didn't do something perfect when is the last time someone in your company your business your financial life your personal life did not do everything absolutely correctly and would you want everyone basically gossiping about that stuff so in this world like i talked about the other day cancel culture and all this i want to tell you as a listener of this show if you've been with me for any length of time you know, we've always tried not to have a hidden agenda. We've always tried to tackle topics that are relevant to our listeners, relevant to those in Rutherford County, Tennessee, uh, that are applicable. You can actually use. They will help you. Well, the complex was simple. But one that we've tried to sway away from in recent years is anything that we feel like would be uh, considered maybe too controversial. And I don't mean like 
you know, political topics or things like that. But if I don't know something personally about someone, I try not to actually discuss it because it's just not my business. If you're out beyond the age of 18, you should have learned, treat others like you want to be treated. But typically in today's world, people will they'll claim that that's how they live their lives. But actually, they have an agenda. They actually get too emotional. They really want to push and make themselves look better. I don't want it to be you. So we're coming at you on Financial Coaching Radio with topics that are easy to understand, whether we're talking about personal stuff or financial stuff, just having a good time. It is all meant to be educational, all meant to be entertaining. So keep that in mind, whether you're watching this show or listening to this show or another show. If you don't like it, turn it off. And if you disagree with someone, don't listen. And the same thing goes to be said in anything you do in your relationships. No one is forcing you to do anything. It doesn't give you the right to complain and make someone else look bad. And those of you doing it know exactly who you are. And you should be ashamed. That's my little soapbox for today. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio, our last break. If you had a question, comment, disagreement, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Back with you right after this. that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages. This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Back to Financial Coaching Radio. Looking at an article here, an interesting topic I haven't come across in some time. You know, Forbes talking about financial planner. What is a financial planner? Do you know what a financial planner does? What do they do? What do they don't do? What's a financial planner versus financial advisor? You have your own preconceived notions. I'll tell you what they should do. They should look out for your best interest. They should guide you into the decisions that are best for you and not best for their company or anyone else. And the only way to do that is to make sure you're working with the right type of advisors and that right type is an independent, fee-only certified financial planner. An advisor who only works for you is only paid by you and has the top credential in the business. Go to JasonQualsCFP.com, J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. 
you're looking to listen to the show and you can't catch it while you're in the car on the regular traditional radio. Online podcasts are there, clickable. Uh, they're also on Spotify and iTunes and all that stuff. All up to speed with the current ways you like to listen. Go to financialcoachingradio.com. Click on archives. You can also, or radio show, then radio show, and then archives. If I said that backwards. But you can also catch it every day live. Four o'clock right here on WGNS because this is the place for local talk. And don't go anywhere just yet. More is on the way. See you next time. I said see you. See you right. Oh, see what you have done. I said see you. See you right. Oh, see what you have done. Thank you.